Wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Well, good morning from Clearwater, Florida. We're uh, happy to have with us today a special guest, uh, a returning guest, uh, Tommy Brandis. I've got him kind of sitting backstage for just a minute while I uh, uh, just make a couple of quick announcements. Um, special thanks again to uh, Brett Buick for joining us on uh, on uh, Monday. And uh, I lost where I was for just a moment there. So, yeah, thanks again, Brett, for being in with us on uh, Monday. We did talk about reinsurance at some length there. And, and I want to ask Tommy today his thoughts on uh, uh, reinsurance as well. I know he's involved in that as well. And then uh, we got Jason March. I'm not confirmed, Jason, the uh, dealer out of Jacksonville, Florida. We want to just firm that up, but I think he's uh, going to join us on Friday. So look for that. And then we're releasing information on the ad space. We're actually um, offering ads for the BHPH Town Hall that's coming up with Tommy. We're going to talk about that with Tommy here in a bit. But uh, yeah, it's um, just be aware that, you know, we're starting to release the information on how to purchase ads. So for those of you listening as a, uh, as a vendor in our space, you want to get in there and advertise to this uh, pilot um, event, then uh, just reach out and you should have an email from us. And if you don't, then just reach out. But let me bring Tommy into the conversation here. Uh, you connected there, Tommy? Uh, yes, I am. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, everybody. So it looks like it's working. I mean, we've got folks listening. I, I shared with you by text this morning that something's different about the uh, the the broadcast thing on Facebook. I don't know if it's something I did. We'll find out if Facebook made some changes. But the pre-broadcast into the private groups, including the success group, uh, they're just different. I just I, I want to believe they're working the same as as always. But uh, we just want to make sure that uh, it's connecting. People are able to get in there through the Facebook group. So I'll try to monitor the uh, the comments. And uh, let's see who we got in here. Bill Elizondo says, uh, good morning from D.C. Good morning, Bill. So it looks like he's on Facebook. So he found us over there. So maybe we're good, Tommy. Morning, Bill. So maybe tell me, uh, you, you said you didn't make the policy conference after all. You had something come up. And so um, I, I do want to talk to you, though, about you know, we're on a white hat Wednesday and, um, I should make sure our listeners, if they haven't heard this before, Tommy was among the few dealers that we awarded with when Michelle and I issued our first round of, uh, white hat dealer awards. Tommy was amongst the recipients and he was, um, at that time, just about to celebrate 30 years in the business. You did that in May, right, Tommy? Uh, June 1st to be exact. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. So, you know, obviously for today being a white hat thing with you uh, being able to sit in, I wanted to have a chance to talk more specifically. I mean, we, we talk about white hat every Wednesday in some form or fashion, but you know, you're, you're a guy who understands it in a way that, you know, I'm trying all the time to help dealers kind of understand where we're coming from on that and why we think it's important. And people can argue about whether or not, you know, these qualities are essential. We think they're important for business. And so, in fact, let me start something here, Tommy, on the screen. I don't know if you're being able to see the the streaming banners on the screen, but let me show you something. Um, let's take this one down quickly. 
This is where we miss Michelle. She's the technician. <laughs> I'm going to watch. I don't know if she'll join today. It's unlikely. She's uh, She'll appreciate to hear that. Yeah, yeah. No, she's definitely uh, needed on the team when it comes to these kind of things. But I don't know if it's going to. Oh, yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, it's streaming at the bottom there. But I'm. So I, I created some language around the White Hat way. And I'm really just trying to help dealers understand why, why I chose the White Hat thing i mean i had a white hat cowboy theme in my own dealership years ago and it's it's quite purposeful and it really has a lot to do with my upbringing being around not just cowboys but also you know just farmers and ranchers in the area that i grew up in and what i came to understand as you know integrity and character and authenticity and all those kind of things that's kind of what this white hat concept is all wrapped in you know and then we meet dealers like you who are out there living it. I mean, you just you just do it. You don't brag about it. You don't you know you don't claim to be white hat. You just do it day in and day out. So that's why I look forward to kind of finding out from you. Are you able to see the words that we're streaming? Like the first ones, I think is integrity. Yep, I got it all. Yeah, it's working yeah. working well. Nice. Okay. So yeah, just talk to me about what you kind of how you view that. If you're meeting a new dealer and you're trying to help them understand you know, what it means to be a dealer for and celebrate 30 years like you just did. What do you feel like are the things that they need to understand about how to, uh, to have that sort of longevity in this business? Well, I, I, I said it, you know, I've, I've said it a thousand times. We are in the car business to create a relationship business. Mm -hmm. um, and when you start, when you've been in the business, as long as I have, and as long as a lot of the people listening, uh, have, you know, 30 years ago, there was no internet. Um, your form of advertising was the local penny pincher paper. Mm -hmm. uh, and you had a five to 10 mile ending radius. So people knew you knew your customers, you know, there was no credit cards, no online payments, you knew your customers, right? And your customers knew you. So when you went to the local bar or the farmer's market or the Walmart, I don't even think there was Walmarts back then. Um, you know, you had to engage with your customers on a daily basis as, as a friend and someone who also has provided them transportation. So you just had to treat them in a way that you wanted to be treated, you know, where you didn't get punched in the mouth when you went to, uh, when you went to go grocery shopping. So, yeah. So, so from your standpoint, it's a little bit of self-preservation. So <laughs> I think it's a little bit all, you know, in yeah. today's world, we can, everybody's a, a keyboard warrior, you know, yeah, no, no, critic or whatever you want to call it. But, you know, back then you couldn't be, everybody yeah. came in every week to make their payment and, and you had to, uh, you had to treat them like you wanted to be treated. Right. Hey, good morning, Jeff Fulton. I remember your name, Jeff. I want to say, are you in Missouri? Uh, he's also marked uh, 30 years as of august so uh, are you god bless you jeff? jeff yeah so and, and i see george spat is with us this morning good morning george i'm glad to know that we are <laughs> connected successfully out there to our listeners so yeah so for me i can kind of share a little bit about when we obviously meet a lot of dealers who are out there living the stuff that you're talking about and and you know i think it's one thing to to kind of self-proclaim yourself as a as a person of integrity or whatever it's it's another thing just to show it like that's and uh if i'm right about jeff fulton in missouri missouri's the show me state right it's like just just show me just you know live it go out there and do it every day and um and so that's the way that 
I'm really, when I think about these, these cowboy types, Tommy, from back in growing up in Western Oklahoma, that's farm country. This is where I developed my ideas around, you know, good fences and what that really means in that country and what it means to all of us and business relationships and everything else. What that's kind of emblematic of is this idea that, you know, clear understandings and, um, and, and have a, you know, in that case, there's clear boundaries and, and it was also just people being honorable, right? It's like how it's, we just saw a business done on a handshake. We saw people, um, you know, show up to help without a phone call. Like, you know, if there was a storm and somebody's fences were down and cattle were out I mean, you didn't call the neighbors, they just knew and they showed up, you know, it's like, that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about when it comes to just integrity of people just and having strong character. And that's what I think is really serves us well in this industry. And I've been asking a lot, Tommy, and I know the answer for with you, but when I ask the de uh, dealers in an audience or wherever I might be, um, you know, do you truly care about the success of your customer? It's a simple question. Do, do you care whether your right. customer is successful? Of course. Now, I, you know, when I talk about this, the part I don't talk about enough is, is profitability and cash flow. Of course, the dealer has every right to be, um, profitable and enjoy positive cash flow. I'm not suggesting that that, you know, is, is, is something we put aside. We, we take a, a risk being in this business. We as dealers deserve to be paid well for that risk. I'm simply trying to bring forward the idea that we can be profitable. We can enjoy positive cash and we can create a business. that's very sustainable. It's very healthy it's able to weather storms. It's able to, and that's what I mean mostly by sustainable. It's, it's able to stay, you're able to stay in business long-term by just adopting these practices and principles. Yeah, so that, that's exactly, that's exactly right. I mean, if you focus on, on your, your presentation to the customer and what you're bringing to the community mm -hmm. and not focus on the cash flow and the profit, the, the, the cash flow and profit are automatic. You know, mm -hmm. it's almost I've seen a lot of people do this business a lot of different ways. And I've seen a lot of people do it poorly and mm -hmm. still make good money. Sure. You know, <clears throat> so uh, so it comes down to, it, it comes down to to really being a pillar of the community um, mm -hmm. and helping everybody. You know, if you can provide transportation to those people in the community, those people are going to work in your community and they're building up your community and making your community better. Right. So you got to kind of look at a big picture as opposed to just, uh, you know, the bottom line of that customer or your or your your portfolio. Yeah. And community is probably where I was going when I think about things like goodwill and generosity. It's really about, you know, stepping forward and again, showing that you um, you truly care about the success of your neighbors who many of them happen to be your customers and we step out there and by being generous, I don't, I don't, that doesn't always mean financially. It doesn't mean we're, you know, bringing out our checkbook and, and writing checks to the local nonprofits as much as it, it just means that we're, we're generously giving and helping, you know, like our dealer friend, Russell Moore out of Texas, you know, talks about, you know, come up with reasons to say yes. Right. Come up with reasons to exactly to help the customer. And so that's another level of generosity that kind of comes through um, reinsurance, which I, I do want to take the opportunity. I, I'm, you know, I'm always careful. Like we're walking this fine line. We, we have a few vendors that come in and we're trying to make sure everybody knows we're, we're not in the business of pitching. We're, 
we, we're not taking a sponsor on the morning show. We want dealers to understand this. This broadcast is really for them and for people to understand. We're we're just trying to do what's good for dealers. And so if vendors have information that is helpful to dealers, then we want to hear about it. And so to that end, I would ask you, like your own experience with reinsurance, how does it help you and serve in kind of this white hat capacity that we're talking about? It's it's interesting. Um, I I didn't use it for a long time. I'm, I'm new to the reinsurance game. Uh, and I understand the long-term benefits, um, you know, and tax savings that it is. But really, uh, at the end of the day, having having a lender, um, the biggest thing I found was that the lender will um, advance on your reinsurance. Oh, good. Okay. So, so you can you can get that reinsurance from your from your lender, and you can reserve that. And then you have when you're a small dealer like me, or a lot of people out there, then you have cash in the bank. Um, to uh, to cover those warranty claims, it makes it it makes it easier to say yes to the warranty claim when you got cash in the bank set aside to cover that claim. Right. Uh, when you know you know I ran a six six out of my pocket for mm-hmm. since ninety four. You know, wow. uh, and you get a couple. You know, back then it was easy to do a motor, but now I just did a Hyundai motor, which I think was like forty five hundred dollars. Ouch! By the time you bought the motor and the, you know and mm-hmm. so. So that reinsurance, and I'm small. I only put last month. I uh, just sent nine, you know, nine contracts over. So when I see okay. people, I'm not big enough for reinsurance. That's not true. Yeah, you know, it, it that money adds up. You know, and then when something hits, you can help somebody. And then right. yeah, at the end of the day, there's going to be a big chunk of change in it, hopefully. And yeah. um, but it's not. It's it's the, that 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 myth of it. You have to be a big dealer is not true. I'm yeah. I'll, I'll show you. Like I said, nine. I. I might have 20 CPI deals right now that I started in the beginning of the year. And, and it's not that I push it to try to grow the business. I, I use it to, to help the customer. Right. Know? That's, that's and what I want to hear is what does it, what does it mean to your customer? Like if, if you just look at your reinsurance thing through your customer's eyes, what is that? What do you feel like that looks like from their side? Well, they just have, there's a little bit of peace of mind um, that you're buying a used car and, and I've never, I've never been shy to tell the customer at closing, this is a used car and it will break. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I'm not saying it might break. I said, it will break. Mm-hmm. We have a, we have a, you know, three year, three and a half year loan. And, yeah. and uh, this car is going to break on you and you're not, you're going to need to put tires and brakes and all those things in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but because you bought from us, you got a new PA inspection and, and uh, you either have the 12, 12 or the 18, 18, a warranty, which covers your major repairs. And it gives them that peace of mind. Right. So I think, you know, and you and I have been out there on this Facebook thing. I mean, you created, for those listening who aren't aware, Tommy is the one who created the BHPH success group several years ago. What'd you tell me? 2013 or something? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So close to 10 years now. Yeah. So that group's been around so now 3,500 members plus, and, and you've seen the conversations in that thread the same way I have. And we, we, we see dealers and I certainly see customers out there through our dealers and being inside the threads of their, their, um, you know, dialogue with, you know, leads and things, conversations on Facebook in their messenger threads or whatever. We hear customers saying, you know, they did business with another dealer who made promises, made claims of helping out, but then wouldn't follow through, you know, after delivery. Exactly. So we, we, we don't, we can't know if that's true or not. That's just the customer's version of the story. But, but the reality is we know that warranties 
are only as good as the people behind the warranty, right? I mean, you, you can. Yeah, I think too many, too many people. Well, I'm not going to say too many people, but there are people out there that use that warranty to repair a subpar car that they sold. Yeah. You know, and that that's not what it's. We all we all know what we all know. That's not the right thing to do. But you know. Yeah, happens. but it happens, and so the, I think the question becomes: it goes back to this integrity thing. It's like people say, okay, so they need to see, you know, that you you promise but some customers hear you make that promise on the day of delivery and they've had that promise from other dealers where the dealer didn't follow through really wouldn't you know would come up with a way to get around a warranty claim you know or whatever and, and not not uh, do the deal but but now so i'm saying this is where integrity ties in for me it's like when they feel comfortable with you and when they see you uh, act quickly to resolve repair matters then obviously that that goes a long way toward customers seeing that you, you do it, you say it, you mean it, you, you follow through on it. Right. Yeah. And that's, and the, and the speed, the speed of following up and getting the car fixed is, is, uh, is huge as, as we all know, you know, wow. it's one, we can take a day off. Most of us can take a day off work and it doesn't make a difference. They take a day off work and they're losing, uh, you know, they can't pay rent next month. Sure, so for sure. So it's, uh, it's, it's huge that they have their cars as fast as possible. Right. And I've talked plenty on this, um, show in the past about this idea of fairness and consistency. To me, those kind of go hand in hand. Um, we got kindness on there, which, you know, listen to Gary Vaynerchuk, but Gary V is out there talking about kindness in business. And, and, uh, so, you know, you don't have to listen to Jim. I mean, just go out there and there's other people saying it's, it's good business, to lead with kindness. And so all these things that we're talking about kind of tie back into that. Um, compassion and empathy. We talked a little bit about empathy on a prior uh, White Hat Wednesday, but that to me is another one that is like, this is part of the White Hat thing is, you know, when we, when we approach a customer empathetically, which everything I'm hearing you talk about with your warranty situation and the, the timeliness of repairs ties back to some level of empathy for their situation. Oh, correct. And, you know, I've said it before. These people, these people are survivors. They're going out there and figuring out how to grind, you know, uh -huh. and, and how to live on a paycheck where some of us, Hey, there's guys listening in DC right now. And I know what the meal costs in DC. Cause my daughter goes to school down there. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, uh, a meal, a meal of four with it, with a nice bottle of red uh, is more than a lot of these people make in a week. Uh -huh. So, yeah. you know, so we have to be there for them uh, yeah. or, or we won't be there. Yeah. We, and, and again, I just think we need to show it. It's, it's, they can see on our face, like, you know, people can read body language and, and this is not just true of, of you as a dealer, but the people that are representing you in your business every day, you know, they, we need them to show real empathy. That doesn't mean they say yes to everything the customer expects, but that does, they can also do whatever the job is. They can do that and show empathy in doing it. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree 100. percent And the, the the great thing about being transparent and showing empathy and and being upfront with the customers, you can say no just as easy as you can say yes, and they will take that no. Yeah, it's cool. um you know when when I learned the ability to to say no, it's wow. amazing how many customers just go oh okay well right. and, and they go fix their car. It's yeah. it's you know staggering, but but that's all how you set it up you know, from the beginning and being just completely authentic and transparent with them up front. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, I can take a minute here to uh, check in on our some of our listeners. I mentioned George Spad is in there. He says, uh, buy here, pay your dealers are still the neighborhood lender, but just a little larger neighborhood. So Correct. that's uh, part of how that works. And then uh, let's see, we got uh, a good morning from, oh, I don't know how that one is. Jeff Fulton did confirm Kansas City, uh, which of course is some in Kansas and some in Missouri. It sounds like he might be on the Missouri side. And then we got a howdy from Chantel in uh with agora in uh in texas good morning chantel so tommy i want to take a minute to talk about the uh the town hall we're now inside 30 days from the town hall yeah, and it's uh, pretty exciting yeah no it's great we've got a really nice agenda coming up i, I didn't uh, think to get it ready where i can show it to people but i can certainly look at it on on my side um and we can talk about what what is happening there i know we're kicking off the the day with um, just people who are listening in who haven't heard about this thing we're we're basically broadcasting live from tommy's location all day i'm saying all day from quakertown pa so we're uh, we're, we're going to be there basically kicking off the morning show at 9 a.m and then we've got really a great uh, lineup of uh, of subjects every hour on the hour we're going live yeah live, live from the garage nice so yeah so this is going to be a fun event for us this is kind of a pilot run for us with our bhph nation tv and uh, so we're you know obviously going to uh take our podcasting to another level with um with live broadcasts and bring all the um sessions from tommy's uh, garage um uh, and uh, and we've got really you've got some dealers coming in from the area that will participate in person uh people can join us virtually and can come and go you know, throughout the day, but we, uh, like I said, we'll be, we'll be making everything available live through these same channels, um, you know, on the day of the event. So I'm, I'm loading up that agenda now so I can share a little bit about that, but you might talk to me about the, the folks and, and what you, you hope to accomplish, uh, throughout the day of being there. Yeah, it's going to be a lot, of, it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, I just, I, I see these when Jim and I were talking about different things and, and I wanted to have Jim basically come in and, uh, take a peek at my dealership. We've been, you know, friends for a long time so uh this was a way to bring him in and say well you know i think we can give something back to the to the uh industry um and uh so i got some of my friends who are also local dealers and i invite anybody else out there uh if you're close to uh quakertown pennsylvania which isn't far from philly or allentown you want to drive in or fly in i got rooms down the street at a nice marriott and and uh, I just think it's going to be a good time to just openly talk and chat, kind of like we're doing right now. Yeah, we're just uh, going to be on, sure. You know, with 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 more time and, and uh, more topics. Yep. So I've got that agenda up. I, I didn't get where I shared on the screen, but I can share with our listeners that 10 a.m. we're doing that Hot Topics Roundtable. Uh, so we'll have both people in person and be able to bring in people from the virtual audience as well. At 11 a.m., how to keep customers engaged in this age of digital deliveries and online payments. At noon, we're happen to having what I'm calling a capital conversation uh, to kind of get away from the language of a capital panel. We've got commitments from some of the uh, top folks in our industry who are in the capital business, and we're not going to talk about their products and compare their products and solutions as much as we're going to talk about what's happening in the larger capital market, Wall Street, larger economy, and how does that affect funding and the flow of capital in and out of the subprime space you know, in the, in the future here. So what does that really mean to main street by your payer dealers is really what we're trying to drill down to. And then at one o'clock I've got, and again, this uh, agenda is tentative with these times could uh, change, but 
Uh, Terry McCauley is going to do a lunch and learn to a sales training at one o'clock. All these times are Eastern. And then uh, the best and worst of buy here, pay here on social media. I'm looking forward to that one. Like we're just going to talk about some of the, the good, the bad, and the ugly that we see we, from out there. We see we see most of that right in buy here, pay here success. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And there's a lot of and we won't we won't be calling anybody out picking up, but we probably will we probably will have some uh, uh, truncated posts out there that we can point to and, and talk about, you know, what we see. There's uh there's some stuff out there where and you know, listen, all dealers, you know, as you get in this business and you make mistakes, some are more expensive than others and you know, they, some of them learn the hard way you know, some of the stuff not to do, which leads me one th- quick thing, Tommy, I want to make sure we got a little time left. I want to touch on, I got a, a message through our um, event thread this morning about mentorship, somebody looking for mentorship. And as you and I've talked about, and we've already started modeling out, I've got, I've actually got a mentorship track set up for you. We just haven't publicized it yet and finalized anything, but we've created this platform uh, through our BHPH Institute uh, platform that will allow us to bring mentors to dealers so that not necessarily coaches and consultants, but experienced dealers being able to, you know, be available to make themselves available to inexperienced dealers through, uh, you know, what I call a mentor for hire program. So I'm really excited about what that can be because it lets us, you know, connect uh, mentors with mentees. And, uh, and I know you've been interested in doing that. We've got some others who have stepped forward with a willingness to do that. So we're we're uh, we're chipping away at that. We're looking forward to getting that introduced one day soon. Yeah, I'm I'm excited um, uh, about that because that uh, that's where you know I learned from everybody. I I'm not the smartest. I'm a C's gets degrees guy, and uh, so what, I'm just a good. You're a what? I'm a C's gets degrees. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Got it. Uh, and 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 I I said I'm not that smart. I'm just a good listener, and and I, I was blessed with with mentors along the way. Um, you know, from the from uh, the uh, Bruce who hired me in '92, all the way up through uh, different 20 groups and multiple 20 groups I've been in, and people I've met and friends I've made, and a lot of the names on this page. Uh, and you know, now it's time just to give back because I wouldn't be sitting here today, you know, uh, talking to everybody if I didn't have those people. So I want to yeah. be that guy. You know, that that kind of helps. You know, I look at uh, uh, my my uh, sales manager Gunner. Is 24 and he's got more talent, you know, than I ever had. And I just, you know, I'm looking at there's other guys out there like that. And I want to be able to give back and try to help them, you know, grow. And, yeah. Well, I, I like his chances. I haven't met Gunner yet, but if he's got lots of talent and he's got a, an excellent white hat mentor, you know, he's got a great opportunity for success. So that's cool. And, and the industry needs, you know, more of those folks, but we, um, I, I, well, I, I messed up. We're, we're like 27 minutes in and I haven't even talked about this white hat contest. I don't see anybody chiming in about it, but <laughs> I was prepared to have a little contest today. Obviously, we'll just have to save that for a future episode. Maybe you can come back and join us on a future Wednesday and we'll kick yeah, off. I think we should, we should put it out to the to uh, the nation and, and, the, and the pages and and, and get that, uh, you know, get some entries and and uh, and make it make a show of it. I'm prepared to put some prizes behind it. So we just need to, uh, you know, start hearing ideas from people. And it doesn't matter to me whether it's on the sales side, collection side, just kind of community goodwill events. I just want to hear the white hat stories so we can try to spotlight those things and help uh, 
you know, folks who are new to it understand even better what we mean by, you know, this sort of white hat approach to the business. And so, uh, yeah, I look forward to that. Let's, uh, we, we won't get a chance to, uh, you know, do anything very formally there today, but I, I do want to, uh, you know, start to bring forward some of those ideas. And by the way, after the show concludes, you can still, you know, have those conversations in the, in the threads on Facebook and YouTube, whatever. So, so by all means, uh, if you have some ideas, let's talk about it and we'll, uh, we find some ideas. We'll probably invite those folks to the, um, the, the future uh, broadcast. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. That'd be great. But yeah, I think um, again, our event with Tommy is set for October 19th. So we've been asking you to save the date for a while. If you're a vendor in this space and you want to advertise, we're, we're doing 50 minute a session. So there will be advertising blocks or spots between the uh, sessions and of course before and after the show begins. And so uh, we would ask people to reach out if they have an interest in that. And uh, we're already emailing, you know, many of those folks, of course, but, uh, but got yeah, got to, got to, got to pay the bills. That's right. We got to stir things up. We, uh, this just helps us go forward and spread the message even further. So, right. Exactly. Right. So that's what it's all about, but yeah, why don't I let you uh, wrap up there? We'll let you get back to your, uh, your work as a, uh, as a dealer. We know there's always something to do, right? Thank you, Jim. Yep. Thank you for having me. Everybody go out and have a great day. Have fun. Of course. We'll, uh, we'll let you go and I'll uh, catch up again soon. All right. Take care. I'm doing. So again, uh, thanks for tuning in today, folks, and hope you, uh, as always enjoy hearing from Tommy, like I say, a 30 year dealer who really just, he lives it. He, he's out there, you know, um, taking care of customers in a, in a really, um, uncommon way. And so we just like to spotlight that and like to have, uh, you know, dealers here about, um, you know, how it is that he's done it for, for 30 years and the attitude that he brings to, to all of that. So we hope that was helpful. And again, I'll uh, remind you, I'll reach out to Jason March and, uh, and verify that we've got Jason to join us on uh, Friday. And so again, I'm, and he's fresh off of the policy conference. So I want to hear all about that. But again, uh, thanks for tuning in. Look for a future episode where we're going to get down to that white hat way contest. So again, thanks for tuning in folks. Thank you.